Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Yeah. 
sing this song As we try each day to follow His will And with all we do We will know it's true What a change we'll see Inside of you and me When we stand with our colors by the Yeah, you're smiling, 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 yeah, you're smiling
בלילה קר ברחוב טועה, גם הלבד מכה. עבדו רגליי ועצותיי, ורק אין לך קורא. בקצה האור בלב הרחוב נגלה השביל הזה. אל השבים, אל השרים, איך ניגונם מרווה. והם שבים אל היושבת בגנים. עוד הם שרים את שיר הילד שתקוע עם השיר על שמך, את געגוע שקבוע לא יסור עורך. אבינו עברה חמה, שגם עכשיו וגם מזמן צועד איתנו בכל מצב, לאורך כל הדרך. אבינו עברה חמה. ועכשיו הכל מוכן, קרב אותנו היום כאב, דופקים לך בדלת. יהיה אודי אף פעם לא לבד, יש לו את השם אחד, שומע שקורה לו, מבקש נושא Wow. 
J.M. in the A.M. with the Stamen family. It's called the Aish Kodesh Nigun here at J.M. in the A.M. It was amazing having Jeremy Stamen celebrate with us at the big wedding in Israel. And to, uh, as he said on the air, to uh, reiterate, reiterate the number of years we know each other, which is uh, a topic that neither of us finds... Uh, uh, too comforting, frankly, but uh, it was amazing and continues to be amazing that we are still, yeah, we still have this uh, association. Kobe Brummer is out with a brand new single. He's actually out with a bunch of brand new singles in Israel. Uh, this one's called Yudi Afpam. Uh, Chaim Habri with Ayelat Ahavim, Yerushalayim done by Itai David. Yosef Chaim Zakolatova, Adaraba done by Ari, Ari Fraser and Yossi Bayless. Zusha's brand new one is called The World to Come. Kavodo came out yesterday, Ari Goldwag and uh, Yosef Kugler together. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Wednesday on the 17th of May, day 26 in the month of ER. The year is 5783. Tough Shin Pei Gimel. Mazal Tov to those who are completing Masecha Sota today. And Hatzlach to those who are beginning Masechus Gittin tomorrow in the study of Dafyomi, the one-page-per-day Talmud study. Today is day number 41 in the counting of the Omer, day number 41. That's uh, five weeks and six days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Yom Yerushalayim is this coming Friday, and our Yom Yerushalayim special will air Friday between 6 and 9 a.m. right here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be with us. If you're not in Yerushalayim, Make sure to be tuned in. I know the Rikud Galim, the big parade of uh, flags, is going to be happening tomorrow on Erev Yom Yerushalayim, but the religious observances, so to speak, of Yom Yerushalayim will still be taking place on Friday. Let's call it a two-day celebration. Why not? And that's all happening uh, in Israel and here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi Yisrael Besser is going to join us later on. The brand new book is called Tefillah Hashla. It's something that a lot of people uh, actually are uh, very careful and um, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they make sure to uh, recite it this week. Erev Rosh Sivan will discuss the whole thing with Rabbi Yisrael Besser. Um, and the brand new book, Tfilas Hashla, coming up here at JM and the AM. You go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your free shipping and your uh, major discount. More coming up. It's JM and the AM on a Wednesday morning, and here's Maishi Tischler. Well, I woke up with this feeling in my bones today. I want to be there for somebody. Do it all the way. I want to wipe away the worry. He's the pain and fear. That's what brothers are for, I'm here. When the clouds are moving in and doubt slips through the cracks. When the loneliness seeps in, I'm here to close the gap. No matter what it takes, I'll go to any lengths. Cause helping out's call you straw It's clear that I'm looking out for you. You're looking out for me. Wanna see what I can do to be there? 
the mission to spread a glow that only they ignite. And though my puzzle piece won't look the same as yours, together they can fit just right. Ba 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 
כמה תקוות, ושם נעבוד, חובים מירוקים אלום, בנים ואבות, דורות על דורות, ושם נעבוד, חובים מירוקים אלום, כמה צילות, כמה תקוות, ושם נעבוד, חובים מירוקים אלום, בנים ואבות, דורות על דורות, שהיא בונה ושם מקדוש מהר, מהר, שהיא בונה ושם מקדוש יבוא. drive you insane but they're calling you by the wrong name I know I read your story I bought your book at the store you're facing Goliath but you've been there before King David, Elijah, Devorah, Nephiah, 
It's like WD-40 on a rusty soul Here's to hope For rain For smiles And peace again There's hope When you haven't got a prayer And all those words are strangers on your tongue There's hope When you think there's nothing there And suddenly Your heart breaks into sound Hope will help you sail storm you see you need hope to navigate when troubles come at you like a tsunami hope will get you over the next wave here's the hope לפעמים הלב רוצה הכל, רק להרגיש, רק לא לחשוב, להירדם לדאגות, להתנקות. 
לפעמים הלב חולם על חום, על שמיים, על ים כחול, להיסחף עמוק עמוק לתוך המים, להיות שלם. לרוץ רחוק בלי שום דבר על הכתפיים, לעוף רחוק בלי שום לכלוך על הכנפיים, להיות נקי להתעלות בשוף אוויר, להיות שלם, להיות שלם. שבאופק הכל שלם, בלי בעיה, בלי שום כאב, ממשיך לרוץ ולבקש, לנשום עוד רוח. ולפעמים גם כשהכל מהר, תראה רחוק, אל תפחד, תביט במים שזורמים, J.M. and the A.M. with Moshe Klein and the Liot Shalem. You heard the song Hope. That's from Avram Rosenblum. King David, that was Eighth Day. Mayor Gaffney with the 2000 selection. Hakol Khan done by Mutti Weiss. Yoni Z with We Belong. And Maishi Tischler had Be There for Somebody. Here on a Wednesday morning broadcast at J.M. in the A.M. Day number 41 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. Galit Tal in the background, to our news from Israel coming up. Plenty more, of course, on this Wednesday, including our conversation with Rabbi Yisrael Besser. Tfilas Hashla is the brand new book. It's available now at artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio again. Artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and the Amp. Galay Tzal, Yerushalayim, Asha Ashtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. גבר בשנות ה-60 לחייו נהרג בנפילה מצוק בנחל דוד שבשמורת עין גדי. צוות מתנדבים, יחידת החילוץ המשטרתית עין גדי, בשיתוף אנשי מד"א ויחידת החילוץ של חיל האוויר, הגיעו אליו בעומק ערוץ הנחל ונאלצו לקבוע את מותו. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו רמי שני. השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר כינס הבוקר הערכת מצב לקראת אירועי יום ירושלים וריקוד הדגלים מחר. בפתח דבריו אמר השר בן גביר, אין ספק שיהיו כאלה שינסו לשבש את השמחה. המדיניות היא לאפשר חופש תנועה מוחלט של יהודים ברחבי ירושלים. כל האיומים של טרור, כל האיומים פרובוקציה כזאת או אחרת צריכים להיגדע. אין ספק שיהיו כאלה שינסו לשבש את השמחה. כתבתנו בבירנו אברנס מוסיפה שכ-3,200 שוטרים ילוו את אירועי יום ירושלים שיחלו הערב ובשיאה מצד הדגלים שיפתח מחר אחרי הצהריים. 
גל עליות המחירים במשק, השר ישראל כץ מהליכוד קורא לשר האוצר סמוטריץ', צריך ליזום עסקת חבילה. הממשלה תקפיא עליות מחירים והמעסיקים יקפיאו עלויות. הוא שוחח עם אמיר רבגי ביומן הצהריים. יש כאן זינוק חריג ביוקר המחיה, בריבית, בעקבות זה. מה שצריך לעשות כרגע זה ליזום עסקת חבילה חדשה. חייבים הממשלה, ההסתדרות והמעסיקים, להגיע לסיכום שהממשלה תקפיא את העלויות שתלויות בה, מעסיקים יקפיאו את העלויות שתלויות בהן. ולקראת החלטת הריבית בשבוע הבא, רווחי הבנקים בישראל ממשיכים לזנק בעקבות עליות הריבית במשק. מדווח כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ישראל פישר. שלושה מחמשת הבנקים הגדולים בישראל דיווחו היום על זינוק רווחים בגלל העלאת הריבית על ידי בנק ישראל, שלא מתגלגלת לציבור החוסכים, אבל גובה מחיר ממשלמי ההלוואות. בנק דיסקונט הרוויח ברבעון הראשון של השנה כמעט מיליארד ושלוש מאות מיליון שקלים, זינוק של עשרים ותשעה אחוזים. בנק מזרחי טפחות רשם ברבעון הראשון של השנה עלייה של יותר משמונה עשר אחוזים ברווח למיליארד וארבע מאות מיליון שקלים. הבנק הבינלאומי דיווח על זינוק של תשעים ושישה אחוזים ברווח ברבעון הראשון השנה לכ-630 מנהיגי רוסיה ואיראן הכריזו על הסכם לבניית מקטע מסילת רכבת מצפון איראן לצפון רוסיה. מדווחת כתבת חדשות החוץ, שחר קנוטובסקי. נשיא רוסיה פוטין ונשיא איראן ראיסי שוחחו היום על חתימת ההסכם למימון והקמת המיזם להרחבת מסילת רשט אסטרה המחברת בין צפון רוסיה לאיראן. בשיחה מקוונת דיווחו השניים כי המקטע החדש ייבנה בצפון איראן במטרה להקל על המסחר באזור. מסילת הרכבת רשט אסטרה הרחבה עוברת במסלולה גם באזרבייג'אן ובהודו. מזג האוויר אצלנו למחר, ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Kulam ma 
Verpluckt, mein Herz so besucht, wer Puder finale klemmen. Allzu gestellt, vergessen die Welt, es wird alles schlecht wegnehmen. Der Breide ist tanzt, sich ab in Tanz, die Hände in die Füße auf sie heiben. Helfen es wird, le Eulon Buet, Mamisch die West ist nicht gleiben. Sentet's grei. Gitschabes, Gitschabes. Gap und im Ring, tanzen im Spring. Vergessen die Zuri, sing ganzen. Simche in Freit, für Himmel mich schreit. Wein getanzt, wohl gepflanzen. Get your get your
stans Lebedig, lebedig, alle jeden Ajidele, chapare, kidele Sie steiten zu Urmark Deutschem Also ich behalte mich auf Atheitig von der Mähde Wird mir nicht zu meibischen In der Richtung, mit der Simche Kommen wir vorhin an so viel Jesus Ist Chabunde
depths of my heart I know that your love is a constant flow I see and will always be
J.M. in the A.M. Gotti Fuchs, brand new. Menucha is the name of that selection here on a J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning broadcast. Day 41 in the counting of the Omer. I forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. That is the uh, daily reminder regarding the counting of the Omer. 
Uh, before Gotti Fuchs, Ty Gersberg uh, with Ms. Marla Soda. Mayim Rabin, brand new from Danny Palgon. Shulam Lemmers Tans, Kula Mahuvim from Mordechai Ben David. And of course, the Lamancha from Live in Jerusalem, Volume 3. Eitan Katz, of course, here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Yisrael Bester is going to join us. The book is called Tfilas Hashla. We'll explore it later on uh, here at JM in the AM. Later on this morning, that is. We'll have that for you. And uh, this coming Friday is, of course, Yom Yerushalayim. You know what that means. It means we'll celebrate together between 6 and 9 a.m. Jerusalem Day this coming Friday. Make sure to join us for the uh, unabashed celebration of the holy city of Jerusalem. Simple as that. Uh, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Uh, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, you certainly will. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebner Yosef and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learned by Yas Kain Aaron that Aaron the Kohen did so. Lahagid Shivcho Shal Aaron Shiloshina. It comes to tell of the great praise of Aaron that he did not change. The Mepharshim asked the question. Was there any doubt that Aaron Akoin would change what Hashem told him to do? So why was it considered to be a praise? Chacham Ezra Ati explains, there was a great Gaon Shlomo Laniado. He was the chief rabbi of Syria and the greatest Chacham in the city. He served as Chazan in Baltokea. He blew the shofar every Rosh Hashanah. One year, in his old age, he informed the leaders of the community that he no longer could fulfill the position of Chazan in Baltokea. The leaders then asked for his son, Rebbe Ephraim Laniado, who was the author of Dega Machna Ephraim. He was also a huge Gaon, a great rabbi. As soon as his son heard that his father wanted him to do it, he accepted the position. Rebbe Ephraim served perfectly as a Chazan, when it came to blow the shofar, at first he looked confused. Then he began the tekiyas, but they were out of order. He soon corrected himself and then blew the shofar properly. Later, when the leaders of the community went to the father's house to wish him a good year, he asked about his son. The leaders responded in a low voice that it was good. Chacham Shlomo realized by the lukewarm response that he hadn't done a perfect job. When the son showed up, Chacham Shlomo asked him what happened. The son explained, I was preparing myself before the shofar blowing. I was mispalo the tefillah. I said the words that Hashem, your angels who are appointed on the blowing of the shofar. Suddenly, a fiery malach came and stood by my right hand. The other malach, an even greater one came and stood by my other side. I was so awestruck, I couldn't concentrate on the proper blowing of the shofar. Chacham Shlomo, his father, told him, You yourself invited them, so why did you get scared when they came? This can be understood, says the great Rabbi Ovadia Yosef. 
with the incident of Aaron Cohen, when Aaron, who was way above anyone we can understand, was ready to light the menorah. It was a great moment of revelation. The Mishkan was the place where the Shechina, the divine presence, was present, invisible. Even though Aaron felt overwhelming awe, he didn't lose himself. He lit the menorah just as he was commanded. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
came a knock upon the door. Mommy stands in shock and awe. In tears, Gabrielle told her what went on. Mom and Dad, I hear you so. I'm so sorry, his tears flow. Embracing him, they cried out, Welcome home, show me the way. Here I am, stumbling in the black, alone. And happy someday you know I'll come back. Lead me, Father, be the one to light my way. Show me the way. Gentle people with the faith of steel. You teach the world how to live and how to give and how to believe. If I could look into your heart, I would see the face of God. You have weathered all the storms, they've all come and gone. You are the Unsung heroes of the world. You were born of ancient days and you will go on and on. I've seen miracles before, but the greatest of them all is you. My fellows. Joy in the prayer that we all could feel. Our hearts filled with laughter, our voices in song. But that day is gone, it is gone. Yes, there will be a time and it won't be too long. We'll have back our prayer and we'll have back our song. The world filled with laughter is promised so strong. Yes, that day will come, it will come. Listen and you'll learn, my son. For you the world has just begun. Still before you know it, you may turn around and see that life has passed you by. Hear and heed the things they say. About them every day. Make of every minute what you see when you begin it, or it passes by. Make the time for things that count. Cherish the friends that you find. Think three times before you shout. Always remember to be kind. Children speak, treasure the things that they know, the toys and tears of the younger years, carry their wisdom when they go. 
little bit of faith, we'll all be safe, we'll all be good. With a little bit of faith, we'll all be safe just like we should. With a little bit of faith, we'll all be safe if you believe. Yes, I believe that we'll see Christ in these With a little bit of faith, we'll all be safe, we'll all be good. With a little bit of faith, we'll all be safe just like we should. With a little bit of faith, we'll all be safe if you believe. Yes, I believe that we'll see Christ in these J.M. in the A.M. Michal Przanski from an album entitled Once Upon a Time. It's called Forever One here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you aboard on this Wednesday. Remember, Friday is Yom Yerushalayim, Jerusalem Reunification Day. We'll celebrate here at J.M. in the A.M., and I certainly hope you'll be part of that massive international celebration. Um... Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Listener Tikva says, Boker Tov. Thank you very much. J.A. Mora says, Beautiful Eighth Day song. I'd like to dedicate the song Tsa'adim by Akiva to my husband, our son, and to all those parents and children who've taken small steps towards something big. And thank you to Rabbi Weiss. Here's Walking Together Toward a Bright Future. And if you haven't seen the video, you must. Hmm. I need a little bit more information about that. I'm not sure which uh, video that is. But uh, certainly let me know. Very much would like to know more uh, details regarding that video here at JM in the AM. Um, Our friends at 24-6 have a player for sale right now at a $60 discount. Take $60 off with promo code radio. 24-6 music is a uh, kosher Music, video, and podcast entertainment platform. Uh, Amazing offerings. Um, It it has all the music you would ever, ever imagine. You can create plenty of playlists for yourselves, and you never have to worry about the service uh, pointing you and your family in a direction, in an inappropriate direction, uh, as they're suggesting and recommending uh, musical selections. All the details are available at 246. That's 24SIX. 24six.app slash register. 24six.app slash register. Again, order through the uh, uh, the site, the register site, with promo code radio, and uh, you save $60 off the 24-6 family player. Simple as that. All the plan information is there as well. Those of you who've been looking for a good kosher entertainment platform for the entire family, uh, here's the opportunity. Take advantage. Um of our friends at 24-6. Day 41 in the counting of the Omer. If you got the count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Here is that Akiva selection. Um, there we go. Here's that Akiva selection by request at JM in the AM. Shuvi <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M., the Shiraz Hayam medley is performed by David Dax and company. Before that, you heard the uh, Tzadim, that's Akiva, here at J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all, and welcome to hour number two, our J.M. in the A.M. broadcast with a reminder about Friday, Yom Yerushalayim coming up. Next Friday is Shavuos, but uh, this Friday is Yom Yerushalayim, and we're getting set for the um, big celebration. I certainly hope you'll be with us. I certainly hope you'll be uh, tuned into our broadcast, no matter where on this planet you might be. Uh, our good friends at um, the at the Friendship Circle of Bergen County, as we uh, discussed yesterday with Mrs. Grossbaum, have a, a major concert coming up, and that's going to be on the night of May the 28th. Sunday, May 28th, which is the day after Shavuos the day before Memorial Day. It's Friendship Circle of Bergen County presenting Avram Freed and special guest Simcha Liner. Sunday, May 28th at Bergen Pack in Englewood, New Jersey. Tickets on sale right now. FC for Friendship Circle. FCconcert.com. Again, FCconcert.com. Make sure you have your seats for the, uh, for the big event. 
which is a week from Sunday night. Yeah, a week from Sunday night. So keep that in mind. A week from Sunday night, Bergen Pack in uh, in uh, Englewood, New Jersey. Um, all right, there you go. Rabbi Yisrael Besser is going to join us. The brand new book from Art Scroll is called Tfilas Hashla. You can get it right now if you go to uh, artscroll.com and use promo code radio. Again, it's called Tfilas Hashla. And there's a reason why it's so significant for this week, which we'll explain coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. העם שלי מכל העמים מכל העמים שבכל ימים אלי להם לא רואים ולא שומעים ולא רואים ולא שומעים והעם שלו אני שייך השם
Yonatan Sheinfeld with Shira Besimcha before that Yishai Rebo's Hanishayach La'am. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web and AlchemSiegel.com on the AlchemSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, we've been telling you that there's a brand new book out there. It's called Tfilas Hashla. It is a uh, parent's timeless prayer composed by Rabbi Yeshaya Halevi Horowitz of Prague with translation, commentary, and stories. And the person responsible for this book is author Rabbi Yisrael Besser, who's going to join us in just a moment. Again, go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. The brand new one is called Tfilas Hashla. Very timely for this week, which we'll explain. Uh, and uh, when you use promo code radio, of course, free shipping and major discount. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. The brand new book is Tfilas Hashla. Rabbi Yisrael Besser, welcome back to JM in the AM. Rabbi, are you there? Hi, good morning. Uh, there you yeah, are. I'm here. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a pleasure. A pleasure to welcome you back. Um, there are many people uh, who say Tfilas Hashla, which we'll explain in a moment uh, what it is, on a regular basis. But there are uh, more than many that go out of their way, make a special effort to concentrate on it this week, specifically on Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan. Why is it that, in fact, uh, this time of year is the time designated for Tfilas Hashla? Right, so the, the Shlach HaKadosh himself writes in his Sefer, he talks a lot extensively about the, the mandate for parents to dive and to pray for their children and the importance of it and uh, that all the efforts we put into our children and everything we do to teach them the proper way. There's nothing if you're not if you're not going to actually accompany it with tefillah. That's that's like a big it's a big theme in in, in his uh, writings, which for the time in which he lived, was a very serious amount of uh, he left over a lot, and he writes straight, which is unusual for him. My heart tells me, the Kashlakadish writes, you know, that my heart tells me that the most auspicious time for this tefillah that he had that he's introducing to the people the tefillah that he wrote for parents to say is an erev shchedeshivan, and all he writes is the month in which the Torah was given, and we we were. Stamped as Hashem's children. That means in Kodeshivan, so to speak, as an anniversary party. So uh, let's say if, you know a couple has an anniversary and they want to institute certain things in their house. We want to make sure that uh, no cell phones at the dinner table. Whatever people take on with their spouses to improve their marriages, you would think that an anniversary dinner is the time to say that, right? Yeah, of course. Walk at a restaurant and say, let's try to do it better. Remember, when we got married, we had so many ideas and so many dreams. And sometimes these things slip away with the distractions of life. Now it's our anniversary, let's try again. We'll, we'll go for a walk every day. Whatever that thing is going to be. I think what the Shlach Kaddish is saying is that Chayyashivan, we reaffirm the bond that we made at Hasina with, with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And, and a big part of that bond is not just that we're going to try to live with the, with the Torah, but we're going to try to raise our children that way and try to leave a, a legacy in the world that, that, you know, that will continue, continue right. that. So he says this month, called the Shivan, is the anniversary month. We, so to speak, kick off the celebration right. by, he says, it's, it's especially I mean, the, yeah, the truth is that you can make the argument probably for a few different days during the year, but certainly Erevash Chodesh Sivan makes plenty of sense. And uh, not, not, that I would, not that I would question his judgment on this, frankly. Uh, by the way, and, and I'm not asking this in a silly manner. I'm just curious. I mean, even, even if it's on Shabbos, right? Because this year, Erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan is on Shabbos. Would one go ahead and say this Tfilas Ashla on Shabbos? Right. So it's funny. There's, like, there's a whole industry that you know, runs around like 
when, when the tiles got a little exciting. So that becomes, uh, you know, I, I know my uh, it's above my pay grade to pass in Halacha, <laughs> but I saw all three opinions. Some people say this year uh, Shabbos is Erev Shchidish, but there's a problem because in Halacha you can't ask personal right. needs on Shabbos. Right. You know, like says. So some people say this is or isn't. Again, people who say it every day for sure. It's not a question. Right. The ones who only say Erev others say it with uh, with Yom Kippur Katan on, on uh, tomorrow afternoon or right. tomorrow evening when they say Yom Kippur Katan, they say it then, and others say it on Friday this year because right. it's closer to Shchidish. And uh, it's not yet Shabbos, and it's not, you know, it's like everybody has so to figure it, out. So it's sort of like a Tfilas HaShlom Meshulash, Thursday, Friday, or <laughs> Shabbos. Thursday, oh, Thursday, Friday, or Shabbos would all be acceptable this year. Tfilas <laughs> that's great. So there you have it. I like that. We're not, we're not passing. We're not passing Shilohs. Boy, did we stumble upon a great sock? I can tell you that much. Now, that's, that's are, a nice one. Are you aware now? Uh, the, one of the reasons I know that people take it seriously in terms of saying it erev Rosh Chodesh Sivan, honestly, is that. You know, I see it through social media, just like we see with the uh, Parshas Haman. Um, you know, when when it's the day to say uh, Parshas Haman, the the specific day that you know one should make an effort to say Parshas Haman. And I see that the Jewish world really does take this seriously and start spreading the word around that one should make sure to say it on Erev Rosh Chodesh and again this year, whatever day specifically they choose. What about people saying it every day? Do you come across those who include Tefillah Hashla in their daily prayer or not? I have, and it's interesting. You you mentioned Pasha Saman. Like you said, there's a big segment of Kali Yisrael who says Pasha Saman on uh, Yom Kippur on the third day of Pasha Peshala. Right. There's a lot of people who say the Tila authored by the Rebbe of you know Rebbe Melech of Luzhensk on his yard site on Chafal of other. Right. Uh, Different people have different things that they say. I don't. I think that they all meet by Tzilas Hashlah. That means I have a lot of friends who do some, but not the others. I mean, everybody thinks Tzilas Hashlah is the only, I would say, modern-day Tzilah that was said by the one who wrote the Tzilah himself to be said on this day. None of the other ones. Uh, Parshat Arman is a school of said to be handed down from Viktar, the commander of right. right. but we don't have any documentation that he said it or didn't say it from himself. And, uh, you know, he didn't write it anywhere. And not everybody says it because of that. Not everybody's connected to Hasidus. The Shlop predates, um, the, you know, that whole thing of, of Hasidus and, and the Volnagain. Right. The, the, the Shlop Hakadish predates that. It's one of, actually one of the four, there's four people that is Messiah and Kaisal. I don't know why, who have the appendage of Hakadish to their names. The Shlop Hakadish is one of those, along with the Alshach, there's others. Chaim uh, Hakadish, that people say Hakadish. And, and uh, you know, throughout the years, this was a Messiah that, that Malamdim schools were expected to respect, that you said the name, ha- right. you know, when you said the Shlach, you said the Shlach HaKadosh. He predates, not the, sure why that he, is. he predates the era you're referring to by about 100 years, right? Exactly. So, and he said, this is the day to say it. So, right. I, don't, I don't think we have, and, and most people you know, I would venture to say to you, Shlach. Now, maybe, like you said, in more recent years, because of email that got right. spread, right. it's not very long, and there isn't a person yeah. on earth who woke in five minutes, seven minutes to Correct. say to their children, and mm. even those who don't yet have children, and there are many of those who are either waiting for children or waiting to find their, you know, their, their uh, shidduch and build a family, the, the tefillah is, is very specific in that it's, a, it's man asking to, to leave an imprint on the world, to, you know, for all that to happen to them, right. to, that when they leave this world, there'll be something remaining from them. Yeah. So it's really an all-encompassing tefillah. Yeah, no question about it. And, and look, I, it, it's no secret that when one understands the tefillah better, that's why certain tefillahs are very popular, frankly, when, on, on, when one understands easily what the tefillah is talking about and, uh, you know, the words that we're, we're using to beseech Hashem, it makes it even more meaningful. So people see what these words mean, how important they 
are, and they certainly want to you know, be part of it, frankly. Now, I, I read the book. I don't want you to think I didn't. I read the book. Uh, but, but I still feel I, I need to turn to you to, to, to give everyone a taste of what this is all about. In other words, we know uh, that, as you just indicated, when it comes to someone wanting to get married, someone wanting to build a family, have children, etc., obviously this is a key tefillah. But if you had to sum up the essence of this tefillah, what is it? What is it? What is the specialness of this tefillah that gives the avenue toward those goals such strength? So I would say I would divide that answer into two, if that's okay with you. Sure. One is the the overarching theme of the tefillah seems to be remember why you're doing this in the first place. That's how the Shlach HaKadosh opens it, and he makes sure that you don't forget. I, I, I wrote, I didn't want to be cynical and, and or, you know, belabor the point, but I'm sure you and I and anybody listening could think of people you know who had great intentions. They started ideas or endeavors or organizations because they wanted to help, right? So let's right. say somebody wants to start an organization to, to give out food to people for Shabbos who can't afford to make Shabbos on their own, okay? Mm-hmm. So he, he's really, he's very determined to help people. So he's motivated by, by this desire. Along the way, let's just say uh, he, uh, he needs to put up a building, and the neighbors are not happy because uh, they think it's going to affect their view or the noise, whatever the reason, all right? So he goes to court with them. Now, I don't understand. You, you're trying to help people. You, don't, you want to hurt people. What are you trying to do? Right. So he says, I want to help people. But on, along the way to helping people, I need to just do this, right? You know, so... That happens a lot of times in life. We, we start out with, with, with a mission to do something good, and in order to achieve that mission, sometimes it ends up, we end up doing things that are counter to the, the original goal that we started to do, right? right. You know? So yep. you, you, you're trying to do a chesed. You want to help somebody, so you want to pick up an older person to drive them home, but you're going to double park, and somebody else can't get out of the spot. Right. So th- are you helping or are you hurting, right? Now, that's part of human experience. I understand that, that life gets in the way. The shortcut thing is parenting is not like that. You better remember why you're in this game at all. So, you know, a lot of times a child will ask a parent, can I, can I do this? Or my friends are going, or, and the parent, it, it, they're busy, they're distracted. So they're not really listening to say, yeah, just do it. Cause it's easier for them to say that. Okay. That sometimes happens. That's normal. But if you remember the reason why you got into this, you always have to think of the end game and say, well, this got me closer to the goal or further from the goal. Mm-hmm. The shock kind of starts out by saying why there's a world, why we're in the world, why we get married and why we build families. So when you go in with that mindset, then you're feelings of what you really want become so much clearer, you know, right away. He puts it, it's sombering almost in a way that's not depressing. It's not a Musa Tfila and it's not a Musa work. The book, I, I try to keep it as inspiring and warm as possible, but the, there's nothing to talk about that from the outset, the Shalak is, is setting the bar of why we, you know, to remember the approach to, to right. davening for children is understanding what we're doing. It's a, What's the point? It's a That's sober the thing that makes it feel unique. It's a sobering experience. He really uh, he, it, he it lay, starts out that way. He lays it out there, <laughs> so to speak. It, it, in a way, right? Because how are you going to daven? Meaning, you, you want different things based on what the goal is. Right. It, my goal is, you know, I, I, let's you know the the people who very much want that their children should marry into wealthy families because they want to have a nice chasana. That, that might be wonderful. That's great. A nice chasana is, is amazing, right? Is that the goal of having a child? Did you only have a child so that you could make them a, you know, an impressive wedding? I don't think so. But you don't think about it always. So the shortcut just keeps you grounded. And then you, your davening is that much clearer. And the second thing about the field is that he covers everything. That means uh, it's, it's a, it, let's say parents. So somebody stopped me this week. This week and said to me, it's funny. I was uncomfortable until I read your book. They said that his wife, Dobbins, that she, she very much, it's very important for her that the kids are 
that they're good-looking kids, right. aesthetically pleasing kids, that they're handsome kids, that they're attractive kids. Right. And she always felt like there's something wrong, like davening for that. You know, she, when she was expecting children, she would daven a lot. The mental health looks mean a lot. She says, then I saw this locker that says that, that they should be, that they should be, Presentable. Uh, that they should be tall, not them. Right. <laughs> not them. Tall, not them. Like that one. But that they should be tall and people of stature and impressive. Right. That, that means it's okay to daven for that because that's, that's, that's part of what a parent wants. So why shouldn't you articulate that? Right. You know, people are sometimes embarrassed to ask for certain things because um, I heard Rabbi Miller, maybe you'll appreciate this, Rabbi Victor Miller, off topic, saying on a tape, somebody says, should they daven for the Yankees to win or not? Right. The Yankees in the world says, is it appropriate to daven? Right. So he says, it doesn't really answer the question in depth, but what he says is, do you believe that the control, the destiny of who's going to win the game, that, that there's only one force in the world that's going to decide that, and do you care enough that they should win, that not to daven for that is kafira? Right. <laughs> because that you're denying. So, like, he didn't, he didn't tell the person, you should daven. Right. But he, he did tell the person that if you're not davening for that, then there's something wrong in your belief system. If you don't believe that, it's, that the influence of who's going to win that game is, is in heaven. So the Sarkadah says that you should be davening for those things that are important to you, that they should have panasa. Again, sometimes people think it's beneath them. Oh, the main thing is that they should be healthy. The shakha says, yeah, health is important, but they, they also need to make a living. Because if a person's healthy, but they, can't, they don't have two nickels to rub together to make shabbos, then what, what's the point? Right. Life doesn't have a lot of, lot, of, lot of flavor. Right. You want them to have a good, fulfilling life, and obviously you'll need it's some... It's just like how this is Right. You'll need some material uh, aspects in order to make that happen, which obviously makes sense. My favorite part, I mean, I, I, often in, in my conversations with you about specific prayers or specific um, uh, you know, traditional things that we say, I've indicated to you know, a line or two. I remember we did this with the Asian a line or two that really you know stands out to me and i don't know if this is so you know usually it's a dramatic one usually it's you know one that you know sends a shiver through you when you say it in this case i didn't pick that one instead i picked this one when he says so many times not a criticism because obviously it's important but many times, we'll, we'll, especially those who are Torah giants, will emphasize Talmud Torah, being a Torah Jew, etc. And obviously, all those things are important. But the fact that on the same line, he's talking about being a Gomel Chesed, someone who does charitable things. Uh, he talks about being a, you know, someone with Midos Trumios, masters of sterling characters, the translation says. Uh, you know, we don't often always talk about children's character when we talk about what we wished for them and how we want them to be viewed by others. So I, I think that line sort of encompasses everything that a parent wants in addition to the things that you just mentioned. Right. One, one would even say that it's a byproduct or an outgrowth. That means right. it's, it's inevitable that if somebody is really engaged in Torah the way they should be, and if, you know, me and you have a shared, I wouldn't say rabbi, he wasn't my rabbi, I wish he was, but we, we shared love for David Feinstein. Right. David Feinstein always said that if you closed your Gemara and you're not a little bit nicer than when you sat down, that you didn't learn correctly. It's supposed to make you a sweeter, more pleasant person. And if it didn't have that effect on you, then you didn't learn correctly. <laughs> so I, I, I think that, uh, that what, what the Shlach is saying is that the being Bali Midas Trumius, being of sterling character, is a byproduct of Torah learned correctly. Did you... Did you uh... <laughs> now, I re sometimes I read too much. Was it in your book that I saw the story with Moshe Feinstein helping the young kid with the homework? Was it? In this book, Little Maid of Lamy. It's, it's, in, the, it's in this so how book. Could I? It's in this book, right? It's in this book. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That I, I, when I asked Hashem Lamy, I didn't make terms on, on that contract. I said, let me teach Torah. 
So if here's a child who wants to learn, who am I to say? Uh, not that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, well, look, I can't get into this now, obviously, but it, it, it does take a level of humility that not all of us have in order to do that. So it's, uh, you know, it's all, it's all the Midos sort of coming together. Like you just said, Rav David Feinstein said, if you're shutting the Gemara or shutting your, your safer and you haven't gained in other areas of, you know, of, of proper behavior, then, you know, then, then you haven't fulfilled the, you know, it, it hasn't been the most fulfilling session. Let's put it that way. Um, and obviously that's really important to remember. Rabbi Yisrael Besser is with us. He's author of Tfilas Hashla, Parents' Timeless Prayer. Now, those of you who want it, obviously uh, you can have it for this Thursday, Friday, or Shabbos. Shabbos being Erevosh Chodesh Sivan, as we explained. But also, as Rabbi Besser mentioned, us, there are people who say this on a regular basis, whether it's Erev Shabbos, whether it's uh, every day of the year. There are people who say Tfilas Hashla literally on a daily basis. So uh, it is uh, always timely in terms of exploring uh, what Tfilas Ashla is what its translation is all about, and some of the stories you tell are great. Uh, can you pick one for us? I don't even know. Sometimes, sometimes you're on to your next, uh, next, or after that, the even next project. So I don't even know if you remember some of the stories from the book. Is there one that stands out that you want to share with us from Tfilas Ashla? Uh, oh, I, I would choose a story that meant something to me because it, it's on the words you just said. I'm Midas Trumius. So the question we asked there, and there, there isn't a lot, not. Not a lot of sefarim out there in Tzilas Hashla, even in Lashon Kaidish in Hebrew. There wasn't a lot. So, so most of the safe is built on conversations with people who are asking people these questions, smarter people than me, wiser people, and trying to understand them. And, and the question here is, what does it mean to be Murray, to be a master of I'm a master of Torah, I understand. That means right. I can learn Torah, I can know Torah. Right. And I can be a master. That means a master of Torah is somebody who's capable. Like, let's say, Rabbi Feinstein, you can ask him anywhere. Right. He knows it all. He's a master. Right. So I get it. Right, like there's a chess master, there's something much more exalted, a Torah master. What does it mean to be a master of good character and good deeds, of meters? Either you have meters or you don't have meters. What's a master? So I, w- I once heard this from, from a Jew in Israel many years ago, and it moved me so deeply. He, he worked in the uh, in Mata stuff in Yerushalayim. There's a nursing home, an old age home called Nevei Simcha. Right. He said there was, a, there was like a particularly grouchy older person over there. It's, it's, a hard, it's hard to judge people at that stage, right. lonely, out of the you know. Mm-hmm. And he, he was, uh, you know, by lunch one day, he was particularly animated. He was like in a good mood. He was jolly. He was joking with everybody, which was very unusual for this resident. So the, this individual asked the other employees, said, what's, what's going on with him? Why is he in such a good mood? They said, oh, God, you'll never believe who came to visit him. Go ask him. So he went over. He said, why are you, you know, what's going on? He looks so, he says, oh, Shalim Zalman. The God of Shalim Zalman Arbach came to visit me. He, we were neighbors in Shari Chesed for many years, and he heard I'm here. So he came to visit me. Right. He said, oh, wow, what a covered. You must be. And the guy felt great. And then the resident himself tells a story, and the, the nursing staff supplemented the details to the story, which is, Rabbi Shalom came in, this person was sleeping. Rabbi Shalom told his grandson, who was accompanying him, wake him up. So he looked at his grandfather in horror. What does that mean to wake You can't wake up another Jew. I should push him in jobs. He's an old person. He needs to sleep. You don't just wake him up. It's not a yeshiva dormitory. What does that mean, wake him up? She says, no, no, wake him up. She says, I, like he couldn't do it. So Shalom Zalman said, okay, if you don't wake him up, I'm going to wake him up. So he was confused. He says, Zayda, he's sleeping. He says, he's not sleeping because he's tired. He's sleeping because he's bored, because he has nothing else to do. He would much rather be up and have visitors. So they woke him up, and they sat with him for a long time, and he was delighted, and he was happy, and he appreciated the visit. Before they left, this person, this resident, tells Shalom Zalman, I want to tell you the truth. People sometimes come to visit me. If they're in the neighborhood or they feel compelled or family members, 
often if, if I'm sleeping, what do they do? They leave a note. They say, you know, we came, we stopped in, said hello. Right. Sorry that we didn't get to see you. Be well. He says, you just compounded my pain by double. One, I lost an opportunity to break the boredom, to break the monotony of my life by talking. And two is, I have to know that I missed it. Because what else should I do besides sleep? So you just, you killed me double. One, I still have nothing. And two is, I feel rotten because I missed it. Uh. He says, Rabbi Zalman is as I got. He says, Rabbi Zalman is the first one who understood that to tell me you came, that takes care of yourself. So the answer is uh, many of us, I'm sure that we've all at times gone to visit people. You know, now probably we felt, at least myself, I shouldn't say we, me, maybe felt a little bit of relief that the person was sleeping. Look, I, I, you know, check. I did right. what I had to do. I'm a nice guy. Right. I showed up. I was here. I did, I, you know, I did the right thing. He's sleeping so I don't have to sit here. So win-win. I came. He knows I came. He knows I care about him. I got the mitzvah and he's sleeping. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to sit there more than necessary. That's not nice. That's a balmidus, but it's not a maramidus. It's not a master of me. It's a master of me that anticipates the outgrowth of the good act he's trying to do. That's a master. That's what I'm talking That's the, uh, that ability to see what am I setting out to do and what is the best way, the most optimal way to achieve that goal of doing chesed. That's Murray. Phenomenal. That, that story moves me a lot. Phenomenal. I'll tell you, that it reminds me of those who uh, have difficulty judging how long they should stay in someone's hospital room. And, and sometimes the, the Murrays are aware that, you know, five minutes is enough. <laughs> And that you know, if you stay, if you, if you stay fifteen, it's not. It's only you know ten more minutes on your own cheshbon, but it's a uh, it's a tircha for the person who's lying there. Very interesting. Wow, I love that. I have to tell you, off topic, about if you give me ten seconds, sure. I heard this from David Soloveitchik when I learned it. The Gemara learns out midos. There's no pasuk in the Torah that says to have proper midos. Right. The Gemara learns it out from different words. So one of the pesukim is, I think it's vayidatim es aderech yalchubai, that we should teach them the way. Hashem tells my you to teach them the way that they should follow, the Jewish people. So the Gemara learned that. And from each word, the Gemara extrapolates, learns out another interpersonal behavior, which is admirable. So David said, why do we learn out the word from the word Yalchu, the way that they should go? Why is that the, the source of Yalchu? So if David said to his grandfather, from Chaim Briska, <laughs> I know where you're, you're going. You're, you're, you're a Briska, Nachum. This is, this is your turf. <laughs> Chaim said, because Yalchum without gain, without coming and gain, because Chaim means go and get out of there. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't linger. You gotta know Yalchum. what to leave. Gotta know what to leave. Exactly. So exactly what you're saying now. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, uh, before I ask you what you're working on now uh, or working on next, I, I need to tell you the following. Uh, Rabbi Yisrael Bester is with us. I need to tell you the following. When I revealed a few days ago that you're going to be joining us on the air, multiple people asked me the following. Can you ask Rabbi Besser about the chesed that people in his community saw during the Pesach Montreal episode? Can you brief us on what happened up there and what you did see at that time? Sure. Um, I, I wrote an article about a mishpacha, which, which I, I tried my best to convey it. I'll send you the link later. It's called The Warmest Pesach. Uh, you could Google it. The, it, it was, again, it, it's a hard thing to, to find words for. It was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was, you know, the Montreal sometimes has power outages. It's not unusual. It's an old, older grid. It's an older city. It's an urban area. And it's usually restored within two to three hours. It's not, not a big deal. You, we deal with it. A couple of times a year it happens. And uh, it's on, the, you know, there's a very, very sophisticated app, Hydro-Quebec, the, the electric company, you could check in, you put in your address, it tells you when it's coming back, and it's usually within 10 minutes, 
or even earlier. Interesting. Not every day. Like Pesach, there was this weird kind of weather conditions here. Never seen anything like it before or after, in which, you know, we checked later. That it, had it been half a degree colder, it would have come down as, as hail, which would have not done any damage. You know, it's not comfortable. Half a degree warmer, it would have been rain. And same, it wouldn't have done damage. It was exactly at that freak, nobody anticipated it, that, that where the water came down from, from, from the sky as a sheet of ice that coated everything with ice but stayed there. Wow. It was too cold to just go down. So the trees, you know, like old baseball cards, people sure. put, put in those perspective, uh, protective cases, like sure. slip covers, you know? Sure. That's what every tree looked like. It was gorgeous. But eerie, the wires in the trees had a sheet of like a protective case over each branch. And a lot and of weight on them. It wasn't heavy. going down. Yeah. So, right. So for a minute, it looked beautiful and people taking pictures. And all of a sudden, you start to see branches like, and then boom, boom it was the eeriest. You know, I live on a, on a leafy, on a, you know, a lot of trees on the block, big old Canadian maples. And you start to hear a boom and suddenly you see the hood of a car get smashed in. Boom. And people, it was very scary, big branches, 15, 20 feet, and then trees themselves. So what happened is when the tree started to topple, it sliced wires in two. Right. Didn't, not one wire. Tens of wires across right. the city were just on, you know, live wires. So, you know, it's like 2 o'clock in the of Pesach. And no, everyone realizes right away it's not going on anytime soon because we're talking about a city where there's no wires. The, the whole infrastructure is down, you know. So as we went into Pesach, there wasn't not much you could do. And not a lot of news available in Santa. So the first Seder... We did our best. It was, you know, there was no heating in anybody's houses. It was pretty cold. It was, uh, you know, at night below zero, still up by Pesach. A lot of us had, as I did, my, you know, had my grandchildren here, had my married children here. So, you know, with babies, it was, it was strange. For the woman who spent a lot of time preparing their menus, there wasn't any way to heat up food. Oh. So, you know, different people used tea lights in the oven. Some had sternos. There were people who have gas ovens still, so, you know, some of the houses. So anybody who did, you talk about the chesed, that was understood. Anybody who had a gas oven, a stove, a stove top, the, their house was wide open. That means 25 other people were coming in, sometimes to heat up water just to make a coffee or tea for somebody in the family or warm up a baby bottle. And other times to, people didn't really have hot food because there were such lineups for every house that people just brought their food to, to the point that it was edible, and then they went home to serve it. And, uh, you know, the first day of Pesach went that way. The second day, we were sure, you know, by then it was going to go on. And then when it came into Shabbos, it was a three-day antif. So a, a lot of people did get power before Shabbos. I didn't. Power went on for about half an hour, and the transformer blew. The overload, the surge, was too much for the old wires. Oh. And, like, a fire broke out on our wiring, so that was disappointing. And, like I said, people just opened their homes and opened their hearts. Anybody who, you know, the people who are away from Pesach, it's in every community, there are many who go away. By the Matzei Shabbos, everybody said that you know their houses were wide open. Anybody who was gone and did have power, because the blocks were split, right. right away made their houses available to those who didn't. People bent over backwards, as Jews do in, in, in trying times, to share whatever meager things they had. Everybody who had people who don't normally miss on Pesach, that means they don't need food, not right. prepared in their own homes. Right. They're about encouraging them to do so, because right. people needed to eat, and they needed to eat hot food. The Rabbanim really were heroes. They, the Shilas that they were paskening, you know, on the second day of if there were already quite a number of older people who the Rabbanim instructed to go into cars right. and to go into homes where there was power. Right. And this went on for me until Sunday night of Halmaid, others even longer, others shorter. So the coldest... I would so, never wish it on anybody. So the coldest Pesach... Behind us, the coldest Pesach ends up being the warmest Pesach. It was... That's what I was going to say. That, you know, we looked back, but we talked about it after. I talked to my kids about it after. It, again, we wouldn't wish it on anybody, and it's not something that you ever want to happen to you or anybody you love. 
but once it happened, it was very beautiful. That means being, to be forced to to dig deep into yourself and, and find a way to keep your spirits up and find a way to, to connect yeah. to the what we're trying to do on Pesach yeah. under those circumstances was, was something. And just to overcome that initial horror, knowing that you're about to enter a three-day hunter without electricity, that's, you know... That, that, the only way to do it was an hour at a time. We kept saying that. You can't, right. you can't think uh, long term. You have to just go, maybe it'll go on an hour. Let's go. What are we doing now? What can we do to keep the kids warm now to make the, the situation, the atmosphere in the house a little lighter, a little happier now? Can't hear how God does at the Seder. By the second Seder already, it was, you know, that whatever lights we had, tea lights or flashlights were out. It was eerie. The streets were empty of people. Couldn't really, there's no, uh, you know, even cars couldn't go on Monday in the streets because there were still wires all over. And the, the hydro workers in the city was working overtime. They, they, they did a great job. And on top of that, we should give an honorable mention to those communities from outside Montreal who helped out, even some on Yuntif, Oh, absolutely. Which was that also, was when, I, when I heard that part of it, I'm like, wow, you know, this was a, uh, yeah, talk about being a small world, that people from different communities very far away, so to speak, from where you are, took it upon themselves to, you know, help out in any way they could, which is pretty remarkable. And to, and to those so Rabbanim also. And, uh, and I'm sure their, right, local, exactly. their, their local Rabbanim, I'm sure, had many shyless to answer. And and you know and made sure to do whatever they could to uh, within the realm of halacha uh, to make uh, you know to make everybody up there as comfortable as possible. I, I have a non-Jewish neighbor, wonderful person, and he he was talking to me. So he said he was telling me that one of the municipal buildings, like ice skating rink, not far from here, there was some kind of generator. So the city of Montreal had made it available to people who just needed to get in and warm up. Right. And charge our phones, maybe, right. you know, so you right. can come in there and use the plugs or just to stand there if people were near freezing. And he said to me, but you guys, uh, you know, he didn't say it in, in a way that was disparaging right. or jealous. And he said it was with admiration. You guys have like this whole family, even the people you don't know, who are just taking care of you. You guys have Jews in New York. You maybe had read this in the media or somewhere who just, you guys like, you just have each other's backs. Like you have your own government, he said. So, of course, you know, of course we, we shared whatever we had with him, and we made sure that he, that he didn't, uh, he, you know, there was no reason for him to get, to feel anger about right. this. But the, the point he was making was very true, because it was the sense that, that somebody's worried about you, and that, well, you know, the people who needed generators here had, the Hatzalah, Hatzalah, these people working around the clock, I mean, again, the elderly or people with, with younger babies, and, and a, lot of, a lot of food went bad. A lot of people worked hard, and freezers were going bad, so I'm not generators help for that as well once it wasn't any more life and death questions just a question of, of uh, property so you know much of the third day a lot of the people were able to salvage their foods so it was a very nice thing to be to be part of army so all that I, didn't, I imagine that how 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 much meat is in everybody's freezer era of pesach oh my gosh i didn't even think of that and, right. and the timeline makes this even more dramatic because i didn't realize that that this was early afternoon on wednesday era of pesach I mean, just just right. for the word to start getting around to other communities in Canada and the United States takes time, and they were still able to respond and help out during the first days of Yontif, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah. Well, Ray Besser, uh, you're always you always seem to be involved in some drama. I I, I hope things are peaceful and calm for Shvuis. I hope. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's very nice. The uh, the book is called Tfilas Hashla, and as many of you know, people go out of their way to say it this coming Shabbos, Erev Rosh Chodesh, Sivan, maybe some on Friday because it's the uh, day before Rosh Chodesh Sivan and it's not Shabbos, maybe on Thursday for Yom Kippur Katan Muktam, which is happening uh, starting tonight and tomorrow. Uh, but whatever you say it, and there are many, of course, who say it every single day, uh, Tfilas Hashla is even more meaningful if you read the brand new book about it, Rabbi Yisrael Besser, go to artscroll.com, make sure to use promo code radio for your 
your free shipping and your major discount. Working on anything special these days? I had done a Haggadah this year for Pesach, right. which was something new for me. I'm usually not translating other people's work. So right. but there are others who do that much better than me. Really, it's a, it's a skill to, to maintain and, and take the words of another person in another language and keep their flavor. And uh, people who do that amazing. I did do it this year for the first time with the Haggadah of the Melech Bederman because I, maybe I felt a connection to it. It was something I wanted to try. And the response was, was very nice. You know, people felt that, you talk about Montreal, uh, that Haggadah carried a lot of people here because his message is one of very, very, very um, much about joy and simcha and accepting that whatever is happening in your life at that second is tailor-made for you for a reason. So the Haggadah had a nice response. So we're, we're working now on sort of a, a belly malafidim and around the year. Just his insights nice. and his reflections and his he's carrying you through from Pesach Sheni to like Weimar, into Evertrade, to Shiva, into Shavuot. I mean, there's always something in the Jewish calendar right. that's coming next. You're never more than a week or two away from a date that means something. Why does that date mean something? What's the significance? What's the meaning? What's the depth? And he has this ability. You know, the Benjamin gave him this, this, the language of this generation is, is something he's able to articulate in, very, in, a short, in a short amount of words. He's able to say it in a powerful way. So I'm working on that now. I'm loving it. The Haggadah is the best-selling uh, volume in art scroll history, or am I am I confusing that with something else? I can't tell you uh, the numbers for sure, but I, I do believe it's it was number uh, one, right? It was official. Pretty and amazing. That's, that's, uh, you know, my mother's up to date on that, probably. It's all very nicely about Hashem. She's the one who gets all the social media posts about that, huh? <laughs> she, said, she tells me, I heard that someone told her at work that it's even better. You know. I love it. Uh, whenever the guy, you... she goes into the bookstore and she checks. <laughs> Look, she's hands on. She she has to make sure all these compliments she's giving you are accurate. What do you want me to tell you? <laughs> uh, Mazal Tov on the book. Congratulations, another great one, Rabbi Besser. Always uh, enjoy having you on, and thanks for joining us this morning. It's such a pleasure, Nachum. I love it. Have a great day and a good chaydesh. You as well. Good chaydesh. Enjoy Shavuos. And continue to enjoy the uh, projects you work on. Tfilas Hashla, everybody. A parent's timeless prayer. Many of us, of course, very, very focused on it this week, as we explained. Uh, composed Rabbi Yishai Halevi Horowitz of Prague. We didn't even go into the uh, the Shla outside of the fact that he has the moniker HaKadosh. But um, uh, you could read all about it and read all about him and the translation commentary and stories as uh, laid out by Rabbi Yisrael Besser in the brand new book. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for Tzvilas Ashla. And for all your selections, artscroll.com. Use promo code radio for your free shipping and major discount. More coming up. It's Wednesday at JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM. Nochi Krone Band and Esau Ani. Yoel Sarabi before that with Hineni Khan. You heard Nara Yusi done by Shalshelis Jr. here on a uh, Wednesday morning. Day 41 in the counting of the Omer. 41 if you've got the count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Yom Yushalayim on Friday. Shavuos next week. 
Rosh Chodesh is coming Sunday. Lots happening. Lots going on. Dads and grads will be uh, the focus of many once we get to next month. Just a lot happening. A lot going on. Um, let's see what else we have here. So Shla is, um, someone asked on the app about Tzilos HaShla. Shla is, a, is an acronym for his name, Rabbi Shai Halevi Horowitz. Where can you find Tzilos HaShla? Yeah, I don't know if it's in a, in a regular sitter. That's a very good point. Maybe if you search it online, it'll come up. That's actually a good question. Tzilos uh, HaShla. If you want the book from Art Scroll, which of course has the text of the Tzila in it, Go to artscroll.com, Tfilas Hashla, written by Yisrael Besser, and make sure to use promo code radio. Simple as that. Um, listen, Achayas says, Pesach in Montreal this year was an opportunity for Chesed. I was with my daughter and her family. We had power, and there were people who came to join us. Unplanned. It was beautiful. Wow. Um... Oh, Z Stein corrects me. Sorry about that. <laughs> I thought the Shla was uh, an acronym for his name somehow. But in fact, the uh, Tfilas HaShla, according to Z Stein, is a reference to Shnei uh, Luchos Habris, which is the name of his Sefer. So Rabbi Yeshaya Halevi Horowitz of Prague had a Sefer, Shnei Luchos Habris, and the acronym for the Sefer is Shla. Thank you for that. I thought it worked out uh, with his name. Anyway, uh, get the book. Get the book. Artscroll.com, promo code radio. Make sure to get the book. All right, 10 minutes to go before JM and AM wraps up for this Wednesday. Don't forget that uh, Yussi's Wags Wednesday live lunch, even though he's out of town, as many of you know, he did prepare a live lunch for today, 11 until 1. That'll be happening again, 11 a.m. Eastern time, right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. We call it the live lunch, Z Report live lunch. We'll have that for you coming up. Um, and that's happening, uh, yes, at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Strolly Green with a brand new one. Here he is at JM in the AM. <laughs> Hello, beautiful people, 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 hello, all beautiful people, hello. Hello, beautiful people. 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 I love you all. Man is on the flam. Baldan is on the flam. Sabayit in the mood of size. Man is on the flam. Man is on the flam. Baldan is on the flam. Kapayit 
It's nothing like any other songs.
brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world of web at AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Wednesday with Eitan Katz from Live in Jerusalem, volume number three here at JM and the AM. Don't forget, coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Jesse's Wag with a Wednesday live lunch. That happens at 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, Yom Yerushalayim is this Friday. Get ready for the big celebration again between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Friday, Eastern Time, this coming Friday right here at JM the AM. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami. He'll rectify that. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you. Remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.